following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Chris Johnson. He's the president of GrantFundingExpert.org. Uh, that helps people find grants and scholarships uh, from the U.S. government and state and local level as well. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, Chris. Thank you very much, Jordan. I'm happy to be here. Let's just start with your background a little bit and how you got into the business of helping people find uh, grants and uh, scholarships and so on for all the different areas that the government offers such things. Well, actually, I was led to uh, discovering this wonderful and vast world of grant funding by way of my initial real estate investments I was doing. I started out early in life to get ahead financially, and I went out and got a job. And surprise, surprise, I didn't have a whole lot of money to show after many years of working hard labor. But as an early aspiring real estate investor, I began to finally change my fortunes a little bit. And, you know, I did quite well in real estate investing and made a lot of money with that. But it was through those investments I became aware of, for example, real estate renovations that you can get funded using different programs various local government happens to offer. And from that, I learned about business funding programs. And then I had people asking me about their, you know, their grants and scholarships available for the kids to go to college. So I looked into those and it didn't take long. In fact, I was, uh, you know, teaching people, colleagues of mine, about programs that I was taking advantage of. And, and they were getting some pretty significant grants as a result of what I was teaching them about. I was so excited about the information I was learning. And what I found out was, is that most people have heard of grants, but they think that they're not eligible or they don't know where to even begin for the process. And so what I was doing is just simply helping out a few friends and fellow investor friends of mine, and the local real estate investing clubs began to ask me to teach the membership about these programs. And it didn't take long. Word got around, and before I knew it, after just a few months of this, I got a phone call from um, some folks representing Donald Trump asking me to fly to New York and speak to a very large conference with uh, you know tens of thousands of people there. And uh, Susie Orman was speaking right before me, and I think uh, Rudy Giuliani spoke uh, right after I was done. And so to be sandwiched in amongst people like that and Donald Trump as a headliner was a real honor for me. But, uh, you know, it was kind of a um, just a happenstance route to learn about these programs. And I just found out that there's a lot of misinformation out there on the various websites, etc. So I went straight to the source, right to the government uh, sources and websites, and I began to just research as much as I could. And literally, um, you know, millions of dollars have been received by my clients over the years by me showing them how to access these funding programs. So that's, you know, the long and short of it, but it's been a, but a 10-year process for me overall. Let's kind of look at the overall situation with uh, government grants and funding sources. Are, are the amount of grants and scholarships uh, growing or decreasing, or kind of what's, what's the overall sense of them these days? Well, my observation over the last decade is they've been increasing quite steadily. Well over $500 billion is given away in, in federal funding right now as far as these different grant programs and things like that. But 
Um, it's, it's been growing, you know, it goes back about 100 years ago when they first started doing government-backed, government-guaranteed loans, you know, more than a century ago. And so just over the decades, they've been creating these programs, and ultimately it's to help solve a problem the government has. And people might think that, aren't these programs making the government go bankrupt, and, uh, you know, how can they afford to give away all this free government grant money? And the answer really is actually it's all designed to help with the economic woes of the country. So, for example, there's programs to incentivize would-be entrepreneurs or people who've already got a business to expand their business or to start one, hire more people in in an effort to help uh, create some jobs and grow the economy. So there's a a payback part of that process and also to spur on housing uh, as far as home ownership or improvement of housing, which helps out a lot of folks as well. There's just a wide variety of different reasons for it, but ultimately it boils down to the government has different needs, different problems they're trying to solve, and Congress passes these laws, and of course the state-level governments pass the laws uh, allocating these funds available. And that's where, you know, people like your listeners right now, people who are perhaps just a homeowner trying to do some renovation work on their home or people looking to start that business or get their kids educated can take advantage of these programs. So we've seen it as a steady increase to I think it's uh, right now roughly about $550 billion, which is a huge amount of money, but it's it's been growing steadily. Yeah, it really has been. So for the government's point of view, are these considered effective? I mean, the purposes they're trying to achieve are in fact achieved with these grants? Well, that's the golden, golden question right there, Jordan. Thank you so much for asking that because actually, you know, we can debate the validity of the, um, or I should say the success, of the spending of these programs all day. And the, the real answer is this. A lot of money is spent wisely, and there's some great benefit. And a lot of programs, they might not work out, and so ultimately it self-corrects itself. So if the government realizes that this, these expenditures in one area, they don't see any benefit or payback, they'll eventually defund that program, and it'll, it'll no longer be available. Whereas other programs that have a real good payback, they will continue to fund those programs year on and year out, and therefore we see many programs that have been around for 50 or 60 years or more because they've had such a tremendous benefit to uh, a variety of factors. What are some of the most common misperceptions of people about uh, the, the process of getting grants and scholarships? That's a, a great question. Uh, one of the most biggest uh, misconceptions is that people assume that there's, they don't qualify for any funding whatsoever. Um, or that it's only for low-income people or people who are in dire need of some kind of help financially, or in a, in a case of a scholarship, that you have to be a straight-A student to receive a scholarship. And the reality is I find that most of the people, not, not every single person, um, but most people I work with who have a legitimate uh, thing that they're doing, like if they're actually doing some real estate improvements or renovation work or they are starting a business, we can typically find some type of government program that can offset much of their cost. My average client I've worked with over the last decade, uh, just on their very first application, it receives over $25,000, which is obviously a very significant amount of money that can help them tremendously in their investments or their business. But people often think that there's no money for them, and therefore they don't even bother trying. Um, and with scholarships, I mean, not just the government sector, but also the private sector has a huge amount of funding. So Pretty much every company out there, like Dell, Coca-Cola, um, Sears, I mean, Apple, you name it, as well as famous people, David Letterman, Oprah, 
Uh, I could name a bunch of different celebrities or companies and corporations, but over 20,000 private scholarships are available across the country today. And they're not doing they're everybody uh, in a particular – they'll do – it is selective, right? Oh, sorry, ask the question again? It, it, they're, they're, it is selective. They're not, not everybody who applies gets these things. No, there's no guarantee when you apply. And the thing is, is that um, there's going to be an eligibility component to every program. And um, I would, I would, I would you know, for example, steer people to where, wherever you find the program, whether it's in a federal government site or the state government site, or you're talking to uh, the corporation who offers a scholarship, get the eligibility rules and who can actually um, apply for the program. And it will tell you quite clearly what's required. And uh, you'll find that um, as long as you're within an eligibility component and if it's not too competitive, there's a real high likelihood you'll get approved for that program as long as you follow the instructions. And I tell my clients, when you're applying for any kind of a grant or scholarship program or whatever it might be for, um, you want to just keep in mind that the instructions, as far as applying for the program, the instructions are not suggestions. <laughs> I tell people, follow the instructions. You'll be successful nine times out of ten if you follow them through properly and you actually are an eligible candidate to apply for that program. Are there several grants that are not given out because they can't find people that meet the criteria or people don't apply for them? That's a, another great question. Um, the, yes, the answer to that is true, especially at the lower-level governments. The counties and the cities across the United States have a lot of programs that they don't really advertise that well or post onto the websites of the particular county or city government. The states do a pretty good job, as does the federal government. But I actually have clients of mine who get a phone call. One lady who gets a phone call every December from a, a funding agency that says, we've got extra money, can you use any? And she, she takes advantage of a program for her tenants for her properties. And uh, this, pro this program literally is unable to pay out all the money every year. So they call up people that they've used in the past, who've applied in the past, who can make use of it. It's pretty amazing. Really. In some cases, millions of dollars are left on the table unspent. But the government has to spend the money because if they don't use up all the money they're allocated for this budget cycle, they will not get the funding for the next budget cycle. So are there people who are actively promoting these things, whose job it is to get the word out about these grants? Well, in some cases, uh, typically the state level or higher, they, they might mention a, a certain program where you see you know, the government touting oftentimes for political reasons, but oftentimes for, for good reasons, certain programs that can benefit the voters um, to uh, you know, mention certain programs. Or, for example, if there's a real move on to promote energy efficiency, there's a lot of programs to help housing, houses, homeowners get better efficient doors and windows and insulation or, or hot water tanks, etc. So they might promote those kinds of programs, but you'll find that for the most part there is not much of, of a budget at all, if any budget, for advertising these programs. And so, therefore, what that means is a lot of programs just go unadvertised, therefore people don't know about them, and only the people who uh, happen to know someone who knows about them actually learns about them. And therefore, it's, uh, it's, it's quite interesting. That's why the, most people in the public uh, don't know even where to start with these programs. When people go to grantfundingexpert.org, what kind of things do they find and what kind of uh, services do you offer to help people find the grants that they can uh, potentially get? Well, that website is my website, grantfundingexpert.org. And basically, I post a lot of free information and videos on there just to really keep people educated. And uh, you'll see when you go to the website, actually, I teach not just about grants in the United States, but also internationally as well. So 
you'll find there's a lot of specific articles for businesses in the United States as well as um, funding about scholarships and, and real estate investments, etc. Um, if you click on the Australia link, for example, you'll learn about Australia government programs, so you don't want to do that. But certainly um, you'll find I, I post about an article a day, uh, about 500 words, uh, really good information, and um, I get a lot of free videos to teach people about it. It's a, it's a vast world, this grant funding world, but you know, I would, I would in, in top, on top of that website, which is mine, I would steer people to a great website the federal government has, the U.S. government has, called Benefits.gov. And Benefits.gov, the reason I'm mentioning this one is there's a great tool on there to help people to get started. There's a, a button that says Start Now, and it's basically a 74-question survey that when you do it, in real time, as you answer the questions, it takes about a half an hour, it is searching through hundreds of millions of I should say, excuse me, tens of millions of federal and state web pages. And what it's doing is finding programs that are applicable to the person answering the questions. And it's all based on the questions that they answer. But um, go to my website, grantfundingexpert.org, for a lot of free information and downloads and and hands-on training from myself. But also, the government websites themselves can be very beneficial as well. Very good. Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Chris Johnson. He's the president of grantfundingexpert.org. And we'll be back after this. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and is the co-founder of BR Public Relations, who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to The Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. 
the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. My guest this hour is Chris Johnson. He's the president of GrantFundingExpert.org. Welcome back to the show, Chris. Thanks, Jordan. Good to be here. Well, we're going to go to the different areas where grants are available, and the first one would be business. And in general, what kind of grants are available to help businesses either start as an entrepreneur or to do research and development or expand their business? Uh, there is a lot of funding available for businesses, especially right now with the economy as it is, as tough as it is, you, uh, everyone recalls seeing the stimulus programs being passed, and, and that is not the main source of funding. That's simply just topping up what was already there. But you'll find that federally, at the state level, at the county level, at the city level, there is a real need from every level of government to foster and promote and encourage would-be entrepreneurs to basically get more people hired and get more money flowing in the economy. And so, therefore... Uh, and, again, I want to be clear, when you're applying for funding, never use the term free money when you approach the government. They use instead terminology like funding, um, grant, subsidy. They often use the word incentive. And so, therefore, the idea of the incentive is, for example, every state is trying to attract business to their state because they're competing against the other states. So they're going to have incentive programs for entrepreneurs. Say, if you're going to own a business – Come to our state. We're going to give you this incentive. We're going to pay for 50% of your employees' wages through a special wage subsidy program for the first six months. Or they might provide some training grants or some equipment acquisition funding. It might be in the way of grants. It might be in the way of a partial grant like a subsidy or oftentimes very low-cost loans. And you'll find that the the government funding loans, these government-backed loans, are much easier to qualify for than conventional bank loans which are conversely very tight nowadays. And so, therefore, you'll find that at every level of government, there's an incentive uh, for so, you. So, um, Just give us an example or two of, of some uh, resources for business to help maybe get, get businesses started or buy equipment or some specifics. Well, great. So, for example, you've got a lot of programs federally. And so what I would encourage people to do is to visit a website called grants.gov, grants.gov, and on there, you can actually click right through, and you can search by category and just choose the category business. It's going to pull up dozens of different specific programs for business owners. So you'll find that um, uh, most um, jurisdictions across the country offer, for example, a, a subsidy program, a wage subsidy program, or money for equipment. And the SBA... Uh, typically is the main funding source for federal programs, and it's linked with, with grants.gov. And SBA offers all kinds of funding, grants, subsidies, and lower no-cost loans. And, um, for example, there's uh, business startup programs just to provide people cash. There's what's called the self-employment programs, which is people who find themselves in an unemployed situation can actually receive funding to start a business to help offset their cost of getting that business started. And, the criteria is they need to be unemployed to actually apply for that program. Uh, you'll find that there is money out there for um, specific things. I, I would encourage the listeners right now, because you've got people from all across the country, from all kinds of states uh, who are listening to your show, I would take their state website 
as the main starting point for them. And so, for example, the two-letter codes, if you live in New York, ny.gov, or if you live in California, ca.gov. Type in your state website, and you're going to find right there on the home page a big tab or a link. It'll be right near the top. It'll say business. Click on that, and that's going to lead you to several specific programs within your state. That's probably the best place to start for business incentives for most of the listeners right now. How about uh, grants for uh, women-owned businesses or minorities? Yeah, there are. You can get specific in different cases. There's there's um, some great programs for business owners. For example, the Women Business Ownership Program um, and the Count Me In is a, is two great organizations that offer. They they receive the funding directly from the federal government, and they in turn provide everything from counseling, training, and support, and help business planning advice, but also cash, capital, funding, money to uh, minority business owners, to female business owners, to get their businesses launched and, and going. And it's all designed to help out these typically overlooked or disadvantaged groups. Um, there's money for veterans. In fact, uh, veterans help a lot of funding as well to start a business as they transition back into civilian life as well. So different groups are, uh, are receiving funding as well. Um, do you have to have a business plan? or What do you need to do to be able to get a business uh, grant? That's a very good question. I'm glad you asked that, Jordan. Absolutely. Um, when, you know, with the government, they are looking for a viable business, something that makes sense. And just like American Idol, a lot of good people come on that television show, think they're the, the world's greatest singer, and they're just horrid when the rest of the world listens to them. They have no idea how, how bad they sound. A lot of times would-be business owners think they've got the best business idea, and it really is a lousy idea. So the government needs to, to verify that it, it's, it's a sound idea, it's a good plan, it makes sense. Uh, the numbers balance out the projections of, of the cash flow as well as the expenses. And a business plan is really the only way to demonstrate that. And so uh, it's an it's a, it's a important component of applying for business funding. So when you apply for any kind of business funding, you'll need to supply at least a good portion of that business plan along with your um, grant funding application as well. And you'll probably go through some interviews to see that not only if the business plan makes sense, but you as an individual are a capable individual as well. So you have to have some kind of a background in having run this kind of business before? You can't have started just for the first time in this area? No, that's not necessarily true. Um, you know, there's a lot of people have a natural ability to be entrepreneurial. Others, it is uh, not really in their DNA makeup at all, but... I find that a lot of people who've got some managerial experience um, or have had some experience running a company or business, whether they're employed or not, um, often have some good common sense approaches. And uh, But certainly a lot of the programs, um, you know, mom-and-pop shops or sole proprietors, you could be a contractor, uh, you could be a plumber, you're your own business person, and there's funding for those as well. So, you know, it teaches you how to manage your books and, and uh, track business, do some marketing, et cetera, as well. Um, that's some of the extra skills you need to be able to uh, master in that in those kinds of professions. Let's uh, switch to education. Uh, people hear about scholarships and grants all the time. Uh, is that an expanding field or is it contracting? Is the number of grants and scholarships available for schooling? It's it's remaining fairly stable. I mean, it's not expanding at a huge rate. It's not really contracting that much. Um, we do see um, it's a shifting landscape, however. You'll see some programs have run their course or go away or get defunded, whereas other programs come and fill that void. And so 
there's always a sizable amount of money. And I, I always draw people's attention to this one great example of this young lad who about two years ago was being interviewed on CNN because he was approved for over $1.3 million in scholarships. And, of course, he couldn't use uh, most of it. He, had, he, he turned most of it down, and the CNN interviewer was asking him why he applied for so much funding. And he basically answered, I wanted to show people how much money is available out there. And uh, he got his entire thing paid for. My wife and I, and my wife Nikki, she helps me run the, our business. She takes care of our staff and our office, etc. And uh, what she does uh, is uh, really help with a lot of the direction of the company. So we've got a great goal ourselves with our business at Grant Funding Expert to put a thousand kids through college or university completely for free. And we've helped uh, quite a number of kids. We're well into the hundreds now, but. We're trying to help a thousand kids get a complete free education, and in today's tough economic climate, uh, one of the first things, sadly, that gets canceled is a university or college because parents simply can't afford it now. They don't want those student loan debts, and if you can have some educational scholarships uh, to cover it, you can be you can be well set. But I'll I'll tell you this, Jordan: the number one mistake that most people make when applying for educational funding is they apply for only a few scholarships or grant programs. They ought to be applying for two or three dozen. Um, mm. You might get uh, half of them approved. You might get half of them not approved. But the half that get approved might cover all the expenses right through a four-year education, get someone's degree covered completely, including living costs, books, room, board. We've had a number of our, our clients have that experience. It's just a wonderful feeling to see people not have those burdensome student loan debts once they graduate. So if you get grants, that is reduced uh, the financial aid you get is reduced by the amount of the grants you get. Is, that, is it a trade-off for that? Uh, definitely. It, it, I mean, uh, there's there's always a give and a take and a play in there, but you can, you can find oftentimes the grants and scholarships will cover everything, and therefore there's no need for additional aid that's required. Uh-huh. Uh, and so this is true at both the state and the uh, private school level? Uh, there's grants in both? Yeah, I, I find most of my clients that report back to me, and I'm, I'm hearing back sometimes several times a week, sometimes um, several times a month, but typically we've gotten uh, people re- emailing my office, emailing me directly saying, Chris, thanks, I got a grant for this, I got a scholarship for that. Most of our educational success stories with our clients, they're in the multiples, uh, three, four, five, eight, ten or more grants and scholarships approved for one uh, young person's education. And uh, it's a variety of different things. Sometimes it's grants and low-cost loans or forgivable loans or um, 0% loans, or sometimes it's all grant money. But it's uh, just a wonderful feeling to be able to get this kind of success from people. So it's not mutually exclusive. If you get one grant, it doesn't mean you can't get another. You can have multiple grants and nobody worries about that. Uh, the, no, I've got a motto, the more you apply for, the more you get. <laughs> and that's true in life. The more you ask for, the more you get. But in the grant world, I tell people apply for as many, as many programs as you can, and you're not you're not disqualified if you um, get other grants approved. Sometimes they want to know what other programs you've been approved for, and you simply disclose that. Always be very uh, forthcoming and honest in every application you send in. That's that's very important. But uh, for the most part, you're not restrictive or restricted on getting multiples approved. Very good. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Chris Johnson. He's the president of GrantFundingExpert.org, an expert in helping people get grants. So far, we've talked about business grants. We've talked about education. Uh, Next, we're going to talk about uh, real estate, lots of ways to get uh, grants and uh, scholarships these days. 
We'll be back after this. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Join Patricia Raskin, the host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday, 11 Pacific. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call to Positive Living, Mondays at 11 Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Revez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Chris Johnson. He's the president of GrantFundingExpert.org. Welcome back to the show, Chris. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, before we go on to uh, the area of real estate, just tell people a little bit more about what they're going to find at the website and how you can help people find the grants or scholarships that are appropriate in their area. Well, definitely. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I'd steer people to click on the Grant Secrets tab when you go to grantfundingexpert.org. And what you're going to find there is literally dozens and dozens and dozens of detailed information and research I've done in specific areas. So you can research on you know certain kinds of scholarships for certain kinds of situations maybe you're a certain minority group or demographic who is having some funding targeted to you or if you're a homeowner or a business entrepreneur there is all kinds of information and advice I post on my website on a daily basis for that you can also if you want to just send send me your email address and I'll email you information on a regular basis I'll let you access a whole archive of training videos I've got on there where I'll walk you through a lot of the process. I, I also do uh, live webcasts from time to time, which I can walk you through over basically over an hour, a lot of detail on, on information, much like I'm talking now on the radio show, but I can, I can really go through some specific information with you there and, 
we offer different programs and courses and trainings and and support, etc., for for various um, you know uh, you know amounts of money. We're we're a business offering support to our clients, but uh, you know the payback I think is pretty valid because of certainly the the, um, the the average client of ours just the very first application. I'm always amazed by this, but it's been the case now for going on you know eight, eight nine years now, over twenty five thousand dollars in our very first application, which is great. So if people were to hire you to do a full consulting and where you're dealing with them all the time, how much would something like that cost? Well, normally I charge a $10,000 fee for a year, but it's unlimited support helping them one-on-one. But uh, if you go to the website and you um, click on the resources tab, you'll find a significant discount off that, in which I'll, I'll send you a whole bunch of materials, etc., on there. But um, if you shoot us an email that you um, like what you see on the website, I'll give you a special discount, a, just for being on the on the Jordan Goodman show here. Just um, don't buy it on the, on the website. Shoot our customer service folks an email instead. I will actually send you a huge discount off of that because I I put together over twenty thousand dollars worth of consulting, support, materials, information, live training classes, um, video training classes, etc. Um, for uh, basically about fourteen hundred dollars. But I will actually discount that down a, a, a 50% discount just for being on the radio show here today. And you have to email us to get that discount, though. So um, what I recommend you do is just shoot us an email at our customer service team, customer service at grantfundingexpert.org. And if we get that email, we'll send you a link where you get that huge discount off that no one ever gets that. I mean, it's just something I've just on the spur of the moment here, Jordan, I thought I'd offer to your listeners. That's great. Today. We appreciate that very much. The audience will definitely like that. Okay, let's go into another area, which is real estate and property. Uh, what are some uh, kinds of uh, grants that are available for people wanting to either buy uh, real estate or fix up their homes in various ways? Now, real estate is a big area, and, and it is the driver of the bad economy we're having right now. I mean, everything comes off of real estate. The, just All the jobs are tied to the economy. The economy is tied to real estate. And so with the main slowdown we had back in 2000 and and eight and nine, it really did a, a big toll. The government's trying to do a lot to spur on uh, development, home ownership, improving housing. Um, there's a need for a multifamily development and improvement. So if we go through the list, I can give you a number of things. So there's, there's down payment assistance, and these often comes from the counties, even the state governments, getting people who've never owned property for at least three years into home ownership because that drives the economy. There is money for renovation. So it could be for uh, rental properties a rent, uh, an investor happens to own, and there's a need to fix up housing and improve housing. So everything from more, you know, better roofing, doors, painting, etc. There is, um, you know, for example, specific programs like, for example, the lead-based paint program, and there's energy efficiency upgrades, for example, putting in energy-rated doors and windows to reduce the heating costs in the winter, or the cooling costs in the summer because the, the need for the government on that side is to reduce energy consumption across the country. It's a real demand on the energy grid. And so if we can make homes and businesses more energy efficient, uh, all the better. That includes more efficient hot water systems, heating systems, uh, even insulation, even even things like toilets. Uh, I've got a client who, uh, in, I guess she was in Texas, in, in Austin was having a water issue, she had a building, an apartment building, that required over 600 toilets, um, and she converted them all to low flow. The city gave her all the toilets for free. 
the city installed all of her toilets for no charge, no cost to her, by converting over to low flow because it would help with the city's water problem. And what she found was she saved thousands of dollars a month on her water bill by uh, making this conversion. And so there's all kinds of benefits. And as a property owner, if you can save an additional 30 or 40% off your energy costs on your properties by making them more energy efficient, you're doing yourself a great favor. If you can have a grant or a rebate to pay for half of those costs to get the energy upgrade done, it pays for itself quite quickly. It benefits the, the economy, etc. And, uh, I mean, the list goes on and on, but a lot of my clients are real estate investors, and they are, you know, having to buy properties, fix them up, and either rent them out or turn around and sell them to end buyers. And we find that a lot of the rehab costs uh, can be covered through various programs at the city level, at the county level, at the state level, and even federally. We've gotten grants through Housing Urban Development for some of our clients, grants through various counties where the properties are located. So I find that, you know, no matter what you're doing in real estate, even developing, there's a lot of opportunity. Even in the area of specific professions, um, there's a, a program called the Good Neighbor Next Door Program, which is a program through Housing and Urban Development which targets police officers, teachers, firefighters, and emergency personnel, for example, ambulance drivers, who are employed full-time, and if they apply to this program, when, when HUD has extra inventory properties in their area, basically through a lottery, they basically pick people at random who live in that area, and they get that house for half price of market value. So if the current value is $150,000 in that area, they'll get it for 75000 They have to live there for three years, and they never have to pay more than that. So it's a, there's all kinds of great programs like that as well, targeting different situations. Do they target it at depressed areas that they're trying to turn around? Is that part of the way they target the grants? Um, yeah. It depends. For example, some grants might be targeting um, a rural situation or a certain city, like, for example, targeted zone. So Detroit is well known for special programs targeting certain redevelopment, as an example, as is New York, as is L.A. Um, so it could be a geographically based or a type of property based or a certain income area. Um, it just could simply be a matter of whatever the need is, the local government typically has a jurisdiction. They get what are called um, uh, tr uh, transfer payments from the federal government. In other words, um, grants that uh, come federally to the local governments who then decide where their funding priorities are. And they put together a, a basically a five-year plan in their area, and they set up the funding targets, and then for that next year, they pay the money out. And so as a homeowner, investor, et cetera, uh, you, could, you could look into what the city is doing with their funding allocation for the upcoming 12 months or the county as well, and it's just a great way to um, take advantage of different programs that are out there. And this is also good for investors who want to uh, rehab a property and make it into a rental property or, or sell it as well. It's not just only owner-occupied, is that correct? That is correct. Uh, most of my clients, I speak to a lot of real estate investing clubs. There's, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of clubs across the country. And I regularly get asked to be a keynote speaker at these various investor association meetings, at uh, their monthly meetings, and we talk about the program. So I tend to get a lot of clients who are investors who buy, fix up, and turn around and sell or rent out the properties. And uh, they are able to use a lot of these funding programs that I 
uh, you know, find for them. Because my research staff that we tirelessly research programs, we are able to plug them into some really good programs available locally in their area, or even federally as well, for that matter. Indeed. Uh, okay, so the main areas would be renovation and that energy efficiency is a specific area. Are there a lot of grants having to do with energy efficiency? Quite a few. And one thing I can recommend to folks is just go to Google and type in energy upgrade or energy efficiency um, program and your state name. So if you live in Connecticut, type in Connecticut. If you live in Arizona, Arizona is pretty warm year-round, but uh, the northeast, for example, or the, the Midwest, north, you know, you get really cold climates in the winter. Um, type in your state and the word energy efficiency, uh, upgrade, rebate, funding, and you'll you'll find a lot of times that what the results that come back will be the energy companies themselves that do the work, and they know about the programs in the, in that state or that area, and they will often help the homeowner or the property owner with the application because they want to get the work. They want the job, and they know how to get the funding for that property owner quickly. And so if they get you, for example, owning your property, uh, the money for the upgrade, they'll get hired by you to do the work, so they're, everyone wins all the way around there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Very good. Okay, we're going to uh, take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Chris Johnson. Uh, he's the president of grantfundingexpert.org. Uh, we've spoken so far about grants for real estate. We've spoken about grants for business, and we've spoken about grants for education. Uh, we're going to come back and talk about uh, grants for job training and other areas. Uh, there's so many different grants and, and uh, scholarships out there to be had. Uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more after this. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. 
Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Chris Johnson. He's the president of GrantFundingExpert.org, a website that can help people find grants and scholarships in all kinds of different areas. Welcome back to the show, Chris. Thanks, Jordan. Glad to be here. And an area you'd like to talk about is job training, <clears throat> both for for-profit jobs and not-for-profit jobs. What are some of the grants available there, and how can people go and find them? Well, certainly right now, you know, the economy is it's so tough. A lot of folks have been uh, maybe at a job for decades, and they find themselves suddenly out of work. And we hear about this, and it's sad, and it's unfortunate. People are scared, and uh, it's no secret. The government realizes it's a huge problem, and therefore many different areas offer uh, at least some funding to offset the cost to get some cross-training or to go back, and you know, whether it's a college-type education to update the skills or if it's just simply a matter of a, a training program, how to write a resume. If you've been at the job for 20 years, you forget how to write a resume. And uh, so there's there's money for, for learning new skills, whether it's in the trades, whether it's administrative, learning um, just cross-training of all sorts. And that can be a real benefit to people who are not close to retirement yet. They're frightened because they've lost their job, and, and it can be a, a big uh, opportunity for folks to um, really – hone their skills and learn some new areas as well. So that would be mostly at the uh, state and local level or the federal level? Where are a lot of the job training programs? Uh, well, a, lot of the funding, a lot of the funding originates federally, but you'll find that a lot of it's done at the state level as well. And you find it to be effective that people who go through these job training programs do end up getting jobs in those fields? Well, again, it, it boils down to are the jobs there? And, you know, the government's locked in, you know, right and left debate about the best way to move the economy forward, and we'll leave that up to the politicians and the policymakers. But, um, you know, people that you know, make a, a concerted effort to improve their skills and knowledge level and are out there looking for the jobs uh, will probably be successful, whether it's a couple months or a year or so. But if you do nothing and don't do, you know, don't do anything to help your situation, you're probably not going to be successful. And then also you say in the nonprofit world there are a lot of uh, options for getting training. What, what's in the nonprofit world? That's a good question as well, Jordan. And there's a, you know, a misconception or two that grants are only for nonprofits, and that's not true. There's grants for anything and everything, and including nonprofits. So some funding programs, when you look at the eligibility, says nonprofits can apply or um, foundations can apply, um, but not individuals. So. In that case, you couldn't apply yourself if you're an individual. You'd have to be a nonprofit status to do that. And a lot of people do start, um, you know, 501c3s um, to uh, to access some of this funding. So this funding is available for a lot of humanitarian reasons, whether it's um, helping out some low-income folks or some, um, uh, you know, some housing situations, or whether it might be special education areas, or uh, even could be overseas type of nonprofit work as well. Uh, I've actually had some nonprofit um, people who are in charge of fundraising for the nonprofit come to me for help because they've struggled at getting the funding that their nonprofit needs, and I've had them go through my training and my classes. And right away, as soon as they finish, they they've learned some techniques that they weren't aware of before, whether it's how to communicate effectively with the funding agencies, or whether it's how to properly fill out the application forms and the grant proposals. And they found that their success in getting funded has skyrocketed after the training I provided to them as well. Great. All right, there's various kind of rules you have for getting grants. One of them is to trust but verify. What, what do you mean by that? Well, um, you want to be able to just um, have a positive mindset, a positive attitude, and, 
And when you go through the application form, um, just uh, you know, follow the rules diligently. Be successful. Uh, I should say, be diligent with doing everything properly. And if you do that, you'll be you'll be fine going through it. Um, you know, just to trust in the process. Uh, people that um, make silly mistakes on the application forms, uh, they don't get approved. They wonder why. Uh, they didn't, weren't, weren't aware they made that, that mistake. So just be diligent in your application process. And if you're not successful your first application, just send in more to different agencies, and eventually you will be successful. You also say it pays not to be trashy. What do you mean by that? Oh, <laughs> that's an article I wrote, and uh, I just gave it a clever name. That article there is a... Um, article about uh, a lot of agencies, a lot of local governments are encouraging more environmental um, uh, type work. So there, there's actually grants available for, uh, you know, being more of a recycling, recycling systems with programs in place at local community levels. So it's just a, a name I've made for that. I see. Okay. Um, you also said that there are grants for the military, the people Going uh, uh, veterans getting into the classroom and other. What are some of the uh, grants available for the military? Um, there's a, a number, a huge number. I would encourage people to visit the VA's website, um, who are uh, you know veterans, and you'll find everything from more affordable housing to um, job training to um, business funding startup to um, education, and there's just a lot of funding there. Um, in fact, I was just yesterday I was in Philadelphia giving a lecture. And one of the clients of mine there, a uh, veteran, $50,000 for going back to school um, through a special VA program. So it, it's, it's a huge variety of programs. You also say there are a lot of programs for those 55 and older. Um, what are some things available for people who are, you know, in, in that age group? Oh, um, you'll find a lot of housing is uh, available, and uh, that's just one example. Uh, cost of living information, or senior citizens often need some accessibility, whether they are, um, you know, partially disabled or things like that. So it could be a variety of things in that area. Also, uh, cross-training and job creation as well. Um, so there's funding there, so helping people out in that area too. So things like I was talking about earlier uh, for that. People would have the overall impression that the governments in general are cutting back a lot. The federal government and state and local governments are cutting back. Uh, but you think that all these grants are going to continue no matter what happens, basically, at the federal level, well, is that right? at the state level? The grants will never completely dry up. And they do, they do um, have a need for things continually. There's a lot of problems to solve. And the government can't solve the problems themselves. They need us, the entrepreneurs, the investors, the homeowners, the citizens to solve the problem. So, for example, the education graduation rates and scores of American students has been declining versus the rest of the world over the last 20 years. And so there's a need there to improve that. So they have to put up money and funding to help with that. And so the grants will never go away. And, they, you know, the history shows that for the last century they've been around and they're continually coming up with new ones all the time. So um, the answer is, Ones that are wasteful, hopefully, will go away, and ones that have a great benefit to society will continue. So you've been talking mostly about government-led grants, but there are a lot of private grants as well, right, from corporations or even individuals who want to have particular causes. Uh, yes, that's true. We find that uh, some corporations and businesses offer some small grants for startups. And there's uh, for, Just for example, there's a winery in California, Mirasu Wine, 
that offers a grant, small grant. It's only about five hundred or a thousand dollars to a to to women um, entrepreneurs to start a business. And this winery is owned and operated by female entrepreneurs who are trying to trying to help out uh, other ladies start a business. We see Home Depot offers similar funding, um, and so the private sector can be a great source. In fact. One good website that your listeners will want to go to, now it's a subscription-based site, but it's really well-maintained with great online tutorials and information. It's not me. I don't get any, anything for recommending them, but it's a, it's a grants to individuals uh, website. So it's called GTI, which is short for grants to individuals, gtionline.fdncenter.org. It's a mouthful if, you, if you're... Listeners, email me. I can email it back to them. Um, grants, or sorry, gtionline.fdncenter.org. And uh, you'll find. Uh, what kind uh, of grants do they offer? Say again. What kind of grants can you find out at that site? They, they offer everything from from uh, artists and and uh, actors to how to be a film student to um, how to learn photography to um, you know all kinds of. Uh, Philanthropy type work and things like that. They provide funding for if you're willing to do volunteerism, etc. Help people out. Uh, business startup. A lot of scholarship funding as well. And uh, over 30,000 private foundations offer grant programs. And uh, this is a great place to access the foundational funding. Great. Well, in the minute or so we have left, why don't I just kind of briefly sum up what is available in the world of grants and how people can go get, despite their skepticism about it. Well, uh, Jordan, I, I just tell people to be aware there's a lot out there. And it's often like uh, finding that needle in the haystack. It's a, can it can be an, an intimidating process. So utilizing some federal resources like grants.gov or the benefits finder on benefits.gov can be a great resource for folks. And, um, of course, the, uh, the, the, the point is, is get, number one, clear in your goals. What are you trying to accomplish? If it's doing a real estate renovation, starting a business, getting your kid educated, get clear on what it is, and then you can start the process of finding the program. And then from that point, it's just a matter of getting the application form. There's going to be a contact number there for the person who administers the program to help you through the process, and apply for as many programs as you can find. And you'll be you'll be successful at some point if you if you're diligent in 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 doing the applications, getting them submitted on time within that funding cycle deadline, as many of my clients have. Very good. Thanks so much. My guest this hour has been Chris Johnson. He's the president of grantfundingexpert.org. And you can see there are lots of grants and scholarships to be had out there. You just have to go and get them, and he has a lot of resources to help you do it. So thanks so much for being a guest on The Money Answer Show, Chris. Thank you, Jordan, and appreciate you having me on, and wish the best of success to all your listeners. Thanks so much, and we'll be back with another edition of The Money Answer Show next week. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.